When it feels like leads are few and far between, it's important to make sure that you're being seen, even when you don't know that people are looking. In this episode, we're going to talk about optimizing your social profiles. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Savvy Agent Podcast, where we help real estate agents build a thriving business so they have financial freedom in their life without having to work 24-7. I'm your host, Heather Wright. Now let's get to it. I have a love-hate relationship with social media, but today we're going to focus on the positive, all the love for social media. So like, what is there to love about it? Well, number one, it's free. You can't beat free exposure, can you? And number two, it's accessible. According to this random website on the internet that I found called Statista, Statista, I'm not sure, I'll link to it in the show notes, but it said that 82% of the population in the United States has a social media profile. And I think we all know that our people are on social media. And if we want to stay top of mind and be the go-to agent for our audience, we need to make sure they don't forget about us. And so having that organic ability to just be in front of people is pretty awesome, especially when it's free. So having free exposure to all of the people we know are the primary reasons why we need to have optimized social media profiles, specifically your personal profile. Now it's possible that you're shaking your head at me thinking that you keep your personal life separate from your work life. And so you don't want anyone working with you and seeing you on your personal profile. That's fine. If you feel that strongly about it, this is not the podcast to talk you out of that. I do think that you should reconsider, but again, that's not the topic of this podcast episode. I believe your business is personal. People are choosing you. They want to work with you because they like you. There might be other reasons that they're choosing to work with you, but they also like you. And so why not use your personal profile to showcase you and the things that they might like. People are only going to see your profile when they go to it. So it's not like you need to feel weird, like you're being super salesy in a sleazy stuff it in their face kind of way, because, you know, the fact that you're a realtor sits on your profile, they're not going to see it unless they visit your profile. But you want to have that information there on your profile because somebody is going to get there and somebody is going to want to know what it is that you do. So maybe you're in a local community group and you answer somebody's question really well and they think, oh, what's this person all about? And they click through your profile and there they see that you're a realtor in their area. It's important that no matter the reason somebody ends up on your profile, that your information is visible to them because they're going to get there one way or the other. We want to have your profile optimized and filled out so that when somebody is researching you on the internet and they land on your Facebook page or your Instagram page so that it's cohesive and they can recognize this is the same person that I was researching and your profile is going to back up the fact that you're great at your job and you're an amazing realtor. 
it's also going to give them the next step that they can take to contact you, whether that's to visit your website or download a guide, whatever. But having no information on your personal profile, you're saying, hey, I'm too busy to work with you. I don't need you. Don't even bother looking here because I got nothing to show you. That's just not true. You have everything to show them. So let's start optimizing. Most social media profiles have a profile picture and a profile description. For the profile photo, you should always have that be of your face, not your dog's face, which yes, is my Pinterest profile picture. I don't do any business on Pinterest, so that's okay with me today. Don't use your kid's face, not your football team logo, your face. Otherwise, you might be missing out on recognition opportunities. The length of the description is going to vary by platform. I recommend putting a reference to you being a realtor in this area. It is your job after all. Why not remind people in just a few words here? It could just be, you know, using two emojis, a heart and a house emoji. You don't have to fill the whole space with how amazing you are at real estate. I don't think the SEO matters. You don't have to list the 10 different neighborhoods that you work. But make sure that if someone looked at your profile, this is one of the facts that they would learn, that you're a realtor in your town. Now, Facebook has a very robust personal profile. You've got the profile picture, the description or intro area, and then you have a cover photo, your bio area, bio details, hobbies, featured photos, and life events. It's really easy to update your profile picture or even the cover photo and then totally forget about adding a caption. You actually have to go back in after saving the photo to edit to add the caption. And this is an area that I think many, many, many people are missing out on. And actually, when I was making notes preparing for this episode, I realized I also had not updated the caption on my newest profile picture. There are 254 likes on my newest profile picture. It's a great photo. So I went in there today and I updated the caption and tagged the business that took the, the photo of me, you know, to share the love a little bit. But I'm totally behind the eight ball because it's been a couple of months since I actually updated that profile picture. So do as I say, not as I do, and update the captions on those photos because it's a great idea to not only explain what the picture is about, give some context to the picture, but then also later on down the line when somebody is looking at your profile and they're going to click on one of these two, I mean, that's they're the two best real estate locations on your Facebook profile. And when they click on that cover photo, for example, mine says Savvy Realtor on it. And so when they click on that, then they're going to read a short description about my business, what it is that I do. And they'll have a couple of website links that they can click on to get to the next step toward working with me. So what could you add to your caption? Some information, about your business, a link to your website or lead magnet if you have a guide they can register for. Maybe you have an event for your business coming up. Maybe you're doing a trunk or treat thing at your office for trick-or-treaters and maybe you want to promote that. So you would you would add your cover photo and then you would update in the caption where they can get more information on that particular event. Now the bio is your intro and it's a really small space. I've read it's got 101 characters, but then another website said it had 260 characters. It really doesn't have very many characters at all. So it's very small. So you want to be concise and it should reflect you. 
change it up whenever you want. It doesn't have to stay the same forever. Just put something in there today. My current bio says emoji heart selling real estate, the praise hands where they're, you know, holding up hallelujah, coaching agents, and then like a fireball that says systems expert. That's it. Just three things, three emojis. You don't have to make it too hard. You know, we've all seen the, I love God. I love my husband. I love my family and I love real estate. You know, whatever it is that best reflects you, put that in there. And then you have your bio details. This is where you list where you're from, where you live now, who you're married to, who you're in a relationship with, where you went to high school, college, and where you've worked. Personally, I wouldn't use this as a full-on resume. I would keep it relevant to what matters today. Like, it doesn't matter that I worked at Talk America 20 years ago, which was bought out by Cavalier Telephone, and I, I think now it's all owned by Windstream Communications. None of that matters. None of it is relevant to who I am today. It all happened too long ago, and no one cares. But it is relevant that I'm an agent. And if you have a Facebook business page, then it makes sense you want to link to that page. I would link to your own business page versus your broker's page or your national brand or nothing clickable at all. I have a new agent on my team and I looked at her profile just to, you know, what are the young kids today doing? And she doesn't have anything that's clickable. So she doesn't say that she's an agent on Heather Wright and Associates. She's just like, she just picked a job title. She's a realtor at Remax Concepts and it is not clickable. There is no way to look at her profile and take the next step to learn more information about her. So we're going to fix that. <laughs> of course, you should follow your local rules and always follow those. If your broker, for some reason, requires that you link to their Facebook business page on your personal profile, well, you should do that. Follow the rules that people impose on you. But maybe you could list two positions. So maybe you're Heather, the realtor at Remax Concepts, which is my brokerage, and at Heather Wright and Associates, which is my personal business page, or it's the business page of my actual business. Once you've got everything in your bio details situated and cleaned up, and you might have to delete old stuff that doesn't really matter anymore because it, it's probably been a hot minute since you looked at your bio. But once you've filled out all of that information, save it, and then look at your personal profile as though you did not even know yourself. A perfect stranger looking at your profile test those links. Make sure it goes to the right page. Make sure it's clickable. Make sure everything that you put on there makes sense so that anybody who sees your profile can take the next step to working with you. There's a hobbies section now, which feels kind of new to me. Like maybe, maybe I knew it was there, but maybe I didn't. So anyway, you can select a few hobbies. I'm mostly embarrassed that when I'm not working, I'm eating or sleeping or watching TV. So I threw in some boxing as a hobby, which is really only on Tuesdays or Thursdays on days that I might go to the gym. <laughs> but no one needs to know that. And then some other random hobbies, but it could be good, especially for when someone you don't know is researching you, they might see that you have something in common and perhaps having a hobby listed there is a good indicator that you'd be a good fit with them. The featured photo section is kind of the place for Facebook stories. It's, it's sort of a watered down version of Instagram's highlights. I don't really use it well. I think I set it up when it wasn't really story related and it was more about pictures 
on your profile. But when I looked through it and was checking it out, the vibe I got was Facebook stories, which I rarely have any stories on my personal profile. So I'm not going to do anything with the featured photos. I'm okay. Not having 100% of every social media profile, 100% optimized. I'm going to do the best with what I have without causing myself any grief. So once you've got everything on your profile page, just that first page on Facebook filled out, well, then there's a few more tabs. So the about tab is also really important and that is slightly redundant. It has some more information filled in from your bio where it shows like the companies that you work at, et cetera, et cetera, you know, but it also has a spot for your phone number. And if you like getting come list me calls or phone calls from people that, you know, on Facebook, put your phone number on there. I mean, there is a time and a place to be a secret agent. And that time is at two in the morning on Friday night when you're blasted and you've had way too much to drink. You don't want anyone to know that you sell real estate then. But on Tuesday at two o'clock in the afternoon, when someone's looking for, you know, someone that they know that's a realtor and then they, oh, they remember Heather is a realtor and they get to your page and then there's no phone number, fuck, now they have to send you a message and blah, blah, blah. It makes it a little bit easier for people to contact you when you are super accessible. And your phone number is probably on your website. So why are we afraid of putting our phone number on our Facebook page? I don't know. But then you can you can massage the work and education and the places lived and contact and basic info. There's there's more information that you can fill out here in the about section. And then there's other tabs, you know, your friends, photos, videos, check-ins. You can, I don't know that any of these necessarily matter when it comes to optimizing your Facebook profile, but certainly check it out and make sure that it is what you want people to see. So then if we look at the Instagram profiles, you've got your photo, your name, a description, and a space for a link. Similar thoughts apply here. Make sure it's clear you're an agent and what area you work. And definitely use the link area. I have a link tree because I have two businesses, lots of links. But if you have just one website, great, that's good enough. If you have more than one link that you'd want to send people to, get a free Linktree account. They're super easy and you can tell people exactly what you have to offer and where they can go through the Linktree account. TikTok is similar where you have a profile photo and a very small space to describe yourself. But if you're going to do real estate TikToks, you want your bio to say you're an agent in whatever area you sell. However, on TikTok, you can only have a link in your bio if you're a business account. I used to be a business account until a social media coach recommended I go back to a non-business account. You get better music, better reach, better everything as a non-business account, except you can't have a link in your profile. Now, maybe if you have so many thousands of followers, you can get a link. But for those of us regular folk, no link. The workaround here is to pin a TikTok. If you have a great TikTok promoting your business, or your free guide to download, or house hunting on your website, or maybe a TikTok promoting that event that you have coming up, like your trunk or treat, or whatever event you're doing, pin that to the top of your TikTok. 
when people visit your profile, they'll see the pinned TikTok. And if they're interested in the content, they'll go down that rabbit hole. When it comes to LinkedIn, well, I'll have to do some research on that. <laughs> Admittedly, it's not my favorite platform. We do push content to the platform, but it's not anything we pay attention to. And when I say we, I, I mean me. I'm not really sure why I'm saying we all of a sudden. Anyway, it was really obvious when I went to look at my profile, I can see that there are some cover photo options and God knows what else I'm behind the times on when it comes to, to LinkedIn, but it's just not a priority. And I'd also like to remind everyone that you don't have to be on all the platforms. Start with the one that you like being on the most. Get that figured out for yourself, for your business, and then add another platform when the timing makes sense. If you do too much at once, you'll lean toward the hate side of the love-hate relationship with social media. I checked out a lot of Facebook profiles because that's the primary platform that I'm on. I looked at a lot of profiles and they're kind of all over the place. So people rarely used the intro section where like I have the three things, you know, selling real estate, coaching agents, and systems expert. People rarely had that filled out. So it's probably a newer feature and somewhere along the line, I filled it out and, you know, it's just maybe not mainstream of the 25 profiles that I looked at. And they were all random worldwide profiles of realtors that I looked at. Some people are pretty loyal about their brokerage and they tag themselves as being employees at their, at, or not employees, but, you know, realtors at whatever brokerage that they're at. Remember to tag yourself in your own business Facebook page, because then that will direct people to your business page, not your broker's where you control the content and they can learn more about you and your business. Hopefully in this episode, you've picked up a couple of tips on things that you can do to optimize your social media profile. Because if you're not super busy selling houses, well, you want to make sure that you're super accessible to people that you might know because you might be friends with them on social media or people who might be researching you because Maybe they saw you on another website or, you know, maybe they saw your TikTok and they're somehow getting through to your webpage. So regardless of where the person looking at your profile is coming from, we want to make sure that they get a better idea of who you are, what you're about, and how to reach you, how to go to that next step in working with you. Optimize your social media profile. 